Welcome to Creative Aperture, the podcast focused on what it means to be a creative. Today, I'm joined by Drew Schnell, better known online as Drew Photo. He's an incredibly talented photographer living in LA. During our conversation, we talked about social media platforms, how to grow on them, as well as his iPad Pro workflow, where he edits all of his photos. And so, without further ado, here's my conversation with Drew. That rhymed. So I thought we'd kind of just start off with, uh, you know, how you became a photographer, who you are, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. So my name is Drew. I go by Drew Photo on the internet. Um, it's D-R-U-E-P-H-O-T-O because nobody can spell my name right. I've never <laughs> right. had a keychain in my life from a gas station, which is very upsetting. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I got into photography uh, I would say seriously, probably about like three and a half years ago, I had a camera or got a camera for my birthday like six years ago, I think, mm-hmm. and kind of like dabbled with it a little bit, learned how to like use it, and that was about it. But yeah, three and a half years ago is when I really dove into uh, photography as a whole. Neat, neat. So then um, that that was like, were you just getting started in like, were you working with models or just like friends or like, how was that kind of going on? You know, when you first got started. Yeah, so when I first got a camera, um, like six years ago, uh, that was more of when I was, like, looking up on YouTube, like, how to shoot manual. Like, Mm -hmm. how do I take pictures of the stars in the sky and that sort of stuff. And I would go out with um, one of my friends who also got a camera at the same time. And uh, we would go out and just try different things. Um, And this was, like, you know, maybe, like, once a month sort of thing every couple months uh and then i really got into photography like i said three and a half years ago and that was when me and my buddy he was like hey man i got this model that wants to shoot he's like i'm super nervous he's like you should come with me and we should you know take photos of this model and i was like i have no idea what i'm doing because i've never shot with a model before right but i was like i'll go with you i'm down (laughs) and so we went out and uh shot with my friend mariah um, and it was it was awesome. It was fun. I got some super cool photos, and uh, yeah, I, I guess that kind of like sparked my uh, interest in portrait photography. Um, but I, I kind of set a goal for myself when I got the thirty-five millimeter lens that I wanted to post every day on Instagram, and I did that from I think March of twenty seventeen until March of twenty eighteen. I posted every wow. single day on Instagram, which is a lot. When I go back and look at it, I'm like, how did I do this? Right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, cause I was, I was working a full-time job at the Apple store at the time. I had mm-hmm. a girlfriend and, um, I was also posting every single day wow. on Instagram. So it was basically, I had two free days off a week and I was pretty much shooting all the time. So huh. it, it was fun. <laughs> so then when you're posting every day, like that's something I've always like been striving to get towards. And like, I think couple weeks ago I was on like a maybe a 12 day streak and then I kind of lost it but um when when you were posting every day and stuff like how was like your Instagram like metrics and growth like that was it booming kind of thing or was it just like you know nothing really changed um it was it was weird because that was when I for that's like that's when I really kind of took Instagram seriously like I had my Drew photo account that I made when I went to a photo meetup once because they were like, you don't have a photo Instagram? And I was like, no, like people do that. Right. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of started doing it every single day. And luckily I there was like a community in Kansas City already for photography. And so I kind of, I guess, made a name for myself in Kansas City. I wouldn't say it was like necessarily like booming. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, I grew, I mean, like I have screenshots of my account having like 500 followers, um, yeah. in like 2017. Wow. And so, um, yeah, I, I would say it was at the time it felt like I was booming in at least Kansas city. I think I went from like 500 followers to like 5,000 by the end of the like year. Um, which, you know, back then I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> a thousand followers. That's insane. 
Um, and and I, I like I kind of made a, a name for myself in Kansas City. Um, so I was like a, a newer upcoming photographer that like everybody wanted to work with and that felt really cool and yeah um and yeah so then when you when you started to really grow and like kind of take off what what point was that was that kind of after you had moved um to LA or was that before I can't remember yeah no it, it actually kind of was um after I moved out here to LA which is which is funny because I don't I, I try not to you know, be like, oh, yeah, the reason why I got all these followers and stuff is because I moved out to L.A., right? Um, which isn't true. I feel like, um, I guess, opportunities out here in L.A. definitely helped out a ton with right. um, with that stuff. Because if I, if I didn't come out to L.A., I wouldn't have been shooting the things that it was that gained me a good uh, following and that sort of stuff. But, yeah, I was at, I think, on Twitter, I think I was at 20,000 or 23,000 followers Um on Twitter because I remember that because it was my goal by the end of the year to pass my old YouTube subscriber amount, which was uh, 23,000. So um, hit 23K. And then I think in a matter of like three or four months after being out here in California, I believe I tripled my um, audience on Twitter to like 60, 65,000. And I mean, now, gosh, we're at 90,000, which is it's it's just crazy. It, it blows my mind. It really does. Uh, but it, I mean, it took me a while to get to that point. Like it took me a couple of years before I saw really any growth in my stuff. Um, I started posting stuff on Twitter uh, in the middle of 2017, I believe, um, just because it was just, it was a platform that I had used a long time ago. Right. Um, and I was like, you know what, let's give it a shot might as well and I had a couple posts that did fairly well I did like the super cheesy ones I was like hey I'm a photographer in the blah 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 area like if you could please retweet this sort of thing and um I it it got like 4,000 likes at the time which was a ton yeah and uh I gained like I want to say like 300 new followers and they were like super active and so I loved it because like they were always interacting with me right and I love interacting with people on social media and so I was like, I kind of like this, <laughs> so yeah. I just kept going with it and going with it. But yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't explode. I guess like right away. It definitely. It took. It took time. Definitely for sure. So, so now that you're at these like kind of higher up uh, numbers on these different platforms, have you noticed like a big difference in like amount of people contacting you for work or for collaborations and things like that, or has it been like not much has changed? Um, kind of. Uh, I mean, I've gotten to meet with some really really cool people and some cool uh, companies, but I haven't, like, I'm still struggling on the business side of things, right? Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm awful when it comes to the business side of things. I know plenty of people that have, like, uh, this is why I tell people I'm, like, following does not matter whatsoever if yeah. you are getting into photography, especially if you're looking to make money off of it, because I have so many friends that have less than a 1,000 followers that, you know, make so much money <laughs> doing right, photography. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's definitely been some cool opportunities. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, but nothing, I wouldn't say anything crazy has changed because I feel like uh, if I spent more time reaching out to different brands and that sort of stuff than maybe doing certain things for social media, I'd have more opportunities. But I don't know because, I'm, like I said, I'm not good at it. I'm awful at it. I am terrible at talking uh, in like text form and very like professionally, mm-hmm. um, I'm a lot better in person, and it's hard to do that on social media. Right, right. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it, it has brought uh, opportunities and that sort of thing, and then hopefully some more stuff to come. Um, but the goal right now is just to keep growing my brand, keep getting better with photography, uh, and trying new fun things. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. Which which social media platform do you? enjoy using the most i love twitter (laughs) i love twitter um instagram's not bad i just it's just not my my favorite i love instagram stories Mm. um i i don't like how the interaction is though on instagram versus twitter i feel like twitter it's a little bit easier to uh, interact with people it's a little Mm. bit better laid out in my opinion yeah um and i also feel like it's easier to share my work on twitter and for others to share my work on twitter because you have that lovely retweet button right where on instagram you don't and so i don't feel like um my work gets out on instagram um as much as it does on twitter 
Uh, and I mean, just the analytics can alone show that as well. I get so many more impressions on Twitter than I do on uh, Instagram. But right. that's not the reason why I love Twitter. I love Twitter because I think it's easier to interact with people, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting with the designs of the two apps because, you know, with Twitter, it's so much about, like, conversation and, like, you know, responses and things like that. Whereas Instagram, the whole, like, commenting section is just so feels like shoehorned into the app where it's like everything's yeah. tiny and it's hard to like yeah. tap on things and like yes. threading is non-existent. Yes. Somebody uh, understands. Kills me. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how I feel about it. I'm like, it's just too tiny. It's too compact. I, right. I, I feel like I can't have a conversation with it. It's more of just like a, like the comment section really is just there for people to like compliment right. the, the work, not really to start a conversation. Totally. So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting too because like, Instagram, you know, while you can like sort of reshare posts kind of in like your story and all that, it's such a hidden yeah. feature. Like it's like send it yeah. and then add to your story and then you can like, you know, write about it or whatever. But like, you know, there's no regramming feature, which was like rumored. I think yeah. they were testing it, but then they're like, ah, screw this. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's just, I don't know. It's really interesting kind of the differences between the two apps. They, they are very different. Um, and I know a lot of uh, photographers on Instagram are scared to come over to Twitter. And um, I think I'm okay with that. <laughs> right. <laughs> if they don't want to come over, that's fine. Uh, I love Twitter, but I do think it's, it's weird because it's like uh, people see, I guess, like the success that I've had on Twitter and they think that it's really easy and um, they come over to Twitter and give it a shot for a bit. And most end up uh, given up after a couple months, to be honest with you. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but yeah, no, I love, I love Twitter. Twitter, Twitter is where my fam is. My Twitter fam is great. They're all amazing. And, um, yeah. So like with Twitter, what are some like things that you wish would change that would make it even better? Some things that would, uh, hmm, I don't know about like any changes. Um, I would, so if, if Twitter added like some sort of story feature sort of thing, I would probably hardly ever get on Instagram. Um, hmm. That is like the one thing that I love about Instagram is I love the stories and everything like that. Um, I want something like that for Twitter, but it's also at the same time, like I'm like, I don't even know where they would put this, you know, like it's right. like, I don't know exactly where it would be because um, the big thing about Twitter is that we don't want anything covering up our timeline. Right, or, right. you know, distracting the timeline and that sort of thing. Uh, but I think it would be cool to maybe, I don't know, maybe be able to tap on somebody's profile picture, kind of like how you have on Instagram. Right. And be able to see the story, like either view profile or view story or something like that. I don't know. But I would like to see something like that. And I know that it's one of those things that's kind of touchy-feely because it's like, well, Snapchat has that. Yeah. Instagram has that. And people will definitely hate if that does happen on Twitter. But I would like to see it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else that I would like to see change on on uh, Twitter. Um, there's nothing really that I complain about too much. Uh, I would like to see video quality be better on mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, I don't think photo quality is bad or it needs to be changed. I think it's perfect. Uh, but I do. I. I. It's very frustrating. Um, when either you yourself are posting a video or like you're trying to watch a video that somebody else has posted mm-hmm. and the, it's just, the quality is just terrible. Right. Um, and you get like two seconds of like really crystal clear, you know, footage and then it just deteriorates. Yeah. So I, I would, I would love to see higher quality video. I'm sure there's lots of things that go into that as to reasons why they can't, but I, I would love that. Yeah. Um, or at least like a way that kind of like how you can post like YouTube links and that sort of stuff, like an easier way to share videos in high quality. Like yeah. if we have to upload them to a, a separate site or something like that, like let me do it. I just I just want that nice crisp quality on video side on Twitter. I would love to see that. Yeah. yeah. So like about your uh, like the story thing, it's kind of funny how a few years ago when Instagram initially cloned the whole story feature and Hmm. stole it from uh snapchat and all that it was this big brouhaha and then uh facebook adopted it into its app whatsapp got stories Uh, i feel like there was one other app that was like oh my gosh they added stories but um you know it became a joke that like you know there's gonna be stories everywhere it feels like that's kind of like died down and at this point i think i know that there are more 
users of Instagram stories than there are of Snapchat stories, which makes which sense because there's a big crazy to think about. Yeah, but it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then, like, I, I think the whole story concept is something that a lot more platforms could benefit from, even though you know it is kind of awkward in that it was completely ripped off from Snapchat, and if you know they had done some things differently, like legally, I feel like you know we. Snapchat wouldn't be dying like it is now, yeah. um, but it's interesting because there are there are a lot of people, um, a lot of people I know, especially at my age, where Snapchat's still something they use every day and they're always snapping back and forth. Um, but but it is weird how it's just been kind of got the life sucked out of it uh, by it Facebook. It it really did like out of nowhere too. Um, I've honestly never really been a huge Snapchat user. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I think I was like early early on i'm talking like early snapchat days like when stories first became like a thing and all that stuff like Mm -hmm. i would i would post stories i never really watched other people's stories like i've never really been huge into that on snapchat Mm -hmm. uh but but yeah no it's definitely for sure falling off but i yeah i have a ton of friends that still use snapchat all the time um but i like like i said i would love to see something implemented story-wise for twitter i think that would be super cool um, but that's also just because I'm like, I don't want to go over to Instagram to watch people's stories. <laughs> right, right. I just think it would be, I think it'd be cool. I think it'd be a cool feature. I don't know if t- uh, Twitter would do it well, though, is the only thing. Right. I feel like it would look clunky. I think Instagram did it really well. I think, yeah. it, I think it's just very clean on Instagram and it just looks beautiful. But, but yeah, it is crazy. I, I remember all the feud going on about stories yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's funny too with uh, with uh, Instagram how it's just this thing with iOS versus Android and how if you've got an Android and you're posting video stories, they just look mm. like trash. <laughs> and it feels like something that they have the resources to improve. Like I, there are some cameras that it's like, okay, makes sense why that looks like trash. But other cameras, you're just like, I know it could be better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's a... Uh if it's a software thing or, or what? Cause I mean, by, by now I feel like that stuff should be fixed. Right. Um, kind of like with uh, Snapchat too, like Android quality was just yep. always awful. Although they just did like, a rewrite actually. Did they? That's yeah. awesome. So supposedly it's better for Android. I haven't really tested it too much. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's weird. And then also speaking of quality, isn't it weird how Twitter's photo quality is oftentimes better than Instagram's. Oh yeah, I love it. It's <laughs> so weird. I think I think it's just because. Um, well, if, I mean, if you think about it, right? Um, there are probably millions more users on uh, on Instagram than right, there right. are on Twitter, um, and especially for a app that is strictly about posting video and photo. I'm sure they. I'm, I, I bet they just can't handle it. I bet you they just have too many people on the platform to where they have to uh, compress photos to a certain size uh, to be able to handle on the servers and all that stuff where Twitter isn't necessarily as big as uh, Instagram goes, but it's definitely, I think, a growing platform right now. Um, Just, I mean, you can even just tell from, uh, I mean, like a couple years ago, you wouldn't see a tweet that got a million likes. right? Right. And nowadays, like, you'll see tweets every so often get a million, one and a half million likes. And right. I'm like, these are just, like, normal people. And I'm like, this is crazy because, you know, back when I when I first started Twitter, that was not, like, that was insane. Like, uh, Ellen did the that challenge to have, like, the most liked tweet, and I think it barely got over a million likes. Wow. So, like, there's a lot more people going to Twitter. So, hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully they don't, you know, have to end up doing something like Instagram where I feel like there's just so many people uploading images that they have to do it uh, yeah. or else their app just won't work. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting, too, because their algorithm for downscaling images is pretty bad. Oh, this is Instagram. And mm. there are so many. There's this one project in particular uh, by Google. And it's by one of their, like, um, I forget what it's called. It's like some people at Google who just want to like do something for fun. So they do mm-hmm. this little project, but it's, um, it uses, I think machine learning and some sort of crazy algorithms that they can reduce file sizes like a ton, 
yet it looks just as good. It's, it's amazing. Um, it's called that. like squish or something like that. And so I used it a lot, especially for like um, things that have like a specific limit or whatever for photos. I'll just drop yeah. it in there and it'll drop it down to like 500 kilobytes. It's insane. Uh, wow. And I feel like, you know, if Instagram just implemented something like that, and we're able to scale things up a little bit, maybe they would finally make an iPad app. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's another thing, is that makes me so mad. I want them to have an iPad app so bad. It doesn't make sense why they don't, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I feel like they should. I feel like uh, and it's probably because of the quality, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It has to be. There's no way, because, like, they, they know that their photos wouldn't look great on yeah. uh, an Instagram desktop app. But it, they could, oh, it would be so clean. I want it so bad. Yeah, I really too. do. Plus, plus like, um, I was, I was just, like, browsing Instagram on my iPad, you know, the blown up iPhone version. And like, honestly, they wouldn't have to do that much work to redesign it. Like if they wanted to be lazy and they totally could, they could just have it properly scale for iPad, just like the Twitter app does for iPad. um, And just, you know, roll with that. And I think that would satisfy so many people, even though, you know, it's like they have a lot of space. They could, you know, tweak things around, maybe move the likes thing in or maybe the DMs or whatever. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's they just like make come it look on. So clean. I feel like they should though for like businesses and that sort of thing. Like, right. Because when I'm thinking, uh, when I use my iPad primarily, I'm usually using it in landscape, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like you could put so much in there. It'd be so much easier to organize things, and it wouldn't feel so crammed. And I feel like they could also open up that like comment section to be a little bit bigger. Right. Um. Oh, so many things. So many things they yeah. could do that would make it look uh beautiful. I uh, recently started uh, a new f- job slash freelance gig that's like kind of long term, uh, doing social media and support for this uh, company. I I don't know if I can actually say who yet exactly, but anyway, um, it's, <laughs> no, you're good. A, it's a fairly awesome. it's a fairly big. Uh, they have I think around ten thousand uh, followers or whatever on the Instagram, and you know just browsing, I'm like, this this feels wrong that there is so much more volume coming in of like likes and comments and tags and DMS and all this stuff. And it's just like, it's the exact same app. I'm like, it feels Mm. like there's a better way to do this, especially for these businesses. And like, they do have like the business profile, but that's not at all like changing anything for the actual like use of the app. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I at least uh, like how they came out with like the creator mode and the, uh, the business, uh, account and that sort of right. uh, sort of stuff with Instagram, but yeah, I feel like I feel like they could. I feel like there's always things that you can improve on, but yeah, Instagram sometimes things are a little just I, I don't know. It just could be better. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things feel just kind of backwards for such a big app, especially because it's Facebook that runs it. They have like the biggest software teams and like the most money. I was just and, about to say that. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just infuriating. That um, is what's frustrating. Yeah, but. Uh, what what have you seen help like the most as far as growth on Instagram? Because I know a lot of people are struggling, me particularly, um, uh, <laughs> yeah. just trying to figure out how to grow. Because it like it was interesting. Because a few few months ago, it was the beginning of the year. I was posting daily. I had you know these hashtag sets I would consistently use, swapping around if it's like a you know, portrait. I had a portrait hashtag set that had a few consistent hashtags. Um, you know, I post them every day, all this stuff, and. I saw a lot of growth. I went from like 500 to maybe, uh, I think it was like 1500 in about two months, which I was pumped about. Then yeah, no, that's awesome. Then I kind of stopped the whole daily thing and got lazy. And finally, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, like I mentioned, I started doing it again. But I've literally stayed at the exact same number, like dropping one, getting one, dropping one, getting like it's just like nothing's moving. And I'm doing the exact same thing as I was doing earlier. So I'm trying to figure out like what's going on if you have any tips or anything like that. So I know a lot of people listening probably also trying to grow their yeah. Instagrams. No, I, I can try. The thing the thing that's rough with Instagram is I feel like I still haven't figured that out. Either. Right. Um, just because this is another reason why I'm not a huge fan of Instagram is because um, I feel like people are so like they, it's like an equation that you have to like enter in every single time for uh, Instagram, like with like hashtags and that sort of stuff. Cause that's right. how, uh, a lot of your stuff gets uh, views, right? It's right. from hashtags and that sort of thing. Um, but the the thing that bothers me is it's like how many of those views are actually like true, genuine views mm-hmm. uh, and not just a botted view. <laughs> right. Because 
uh, I, I would probably say nine, probably nine point nine times out of ten, it is a it's a bot view, right. um, just for somebody trying to grow as well, right? Yeah. Because um, they've kind of changed the algorithm to more of they want to see more, uh, you know, connection between people and that sort of stuff. So if you are commenting on other people's work, replying back to comments on your own stuff, uh, that is um, apparently from what I've heard, uh, your your page gets put out there more. Hmm. Um, but for me, uh, I feel like I like I even struggle with Instagram. Um, I feel like I've just gotten lucky. Uh, a lot of the stuff uh, as far as Instagram goes is me funneling from Twitter mm-hmm. <laughs> over over to uh, Instagram. Um, other than that, I mean, I've I've kept like the same hashtags for probably like a year and a half. I should probably change those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It's it's so tough to grow on Instagram. Yeah. And that's another reason why it's very frustrating. Uh, recently, I mean, I've gained a ton of followers on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but that was also because I got featured on some, like, art hub where they've got, like, just tons and tons of accounts that all post the same thing. And I've, I've, I mean, I've never been a true believer in feature accounts anyways. Right. Um, but for whatever reason, I've, I think I've gained like 20,000 followers in the last three days. Dang. Which is, yeah, it's, it's crazy because <laughs> uh, I've never in my life seen that amount of growth on uh, Instagram. Like currently, I think I have 100,000 profile visits, which is crazy to me. Wow. Because um, I've never been like above 10,000, to be honest with you. Like yeah. my, my Instagram activity is very low. Um, and it, I mean, it's cause I never really use it, right. uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I really don't know. I, the, the tips that I hear from everybody that does well on Instagram is it's, you know, being active with your following, uh, doing stories, that sort of thing, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, but I don't know. I, I really don't know how much it's really going to help, you know? Right. And so that's why I am a bigger fan of Twitter because it's easier to share work on there, right? Because of retweets and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, like, for example, if I tweet something out and you retweet it, anybody that follows you sees that unless they have your retweets turned off, right? Right. So it's it's just easier for people to view your stuff on uh, Twitter than Instagram because, like, if you, if you go and like one of my photos on Instagram – the only way somebody's going to see that is if they are going through the, what is it, the explore page or whatever it is where you see what other people like. Right. And they, for whatever reason, see the small little bubble of the 12 photos that you liked right. while you were on Instagram. You know, it's, that just doesn't happen, right? Yeah. So it's, it's frustrating because there's so few ways to grow on Instagram and there's not really a good way to. And I feel like all the people that are successful on Instagram right now, most of their stuff either comes from some sort of viral hit from Mm -hmm. another social media platform, uh, or they were using Instagram when Instagram could actually grow. And that was uh, probably like, what, three years ago? Right. Um, And I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's difficult now. It really is. Like it's, it's so hard. I would say Instagram is probably the hardest social media platform to grow on right now yeah um but yeah i mean i don't know i really don't there's really not like a good answer to grow on instagram (laughs) right like all the video you can watch all the youtube videos you want and all that stuff none of that is really you know true it's just it's just being active that's the that's it right and trying to like even like i like i said with the audience that i've kind of like found on twitter like I never, I couldn't do that on Instagram. Like I struggled really hard with like finding like an audience on Instagram mm-hmm. and, uh, and yeah, so I've, I just try to funnel my stuff to Instagram cause Instagram to me is just like a portfolio of my work. It's a place that you can go see all my work on like one spot. And, uh, a lot of people still use Instagram. So, um, but yeah, I use it for stories and to show off my work. Other than that, I really don't think about growing too much on Instagram. That's kind of mm. the last thing I think about on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, I wish I, I really wish that it was like, yeah, you can do this, this, and this. I right. mean, I can tell you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Instagram, oh, that's a whole other ball game, man. Yeah, I mean, like it's interesting with Twitter. Um, it feels like you're fighting the algorithm so much more. Uh, like whereas on Instagram, like m- maybe it's just like hopeless now on Instagram with the algorithm. But like it feels like there are ways on Twitter to like specifically like, okay, if I want this tweet to actually get seen, I need to tweet it this time. I need to mm-hmm. include these words, and it has mm-hmm. to have a photo or whatever. Um, yes. That feels like something that Correct. I've run into. W- what What do you think is kind of like the key? bits for Twitter growth? Yeah. So for Twitter, um, things that I try to avoid in tweets, I try to avoid hashtags. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to avoid adding somebody in a tweet Mm -hmm. unless it's somebody that is, uh, you know, has a substantial amount of followers, right? Already. Um, Like the only time that I think I've ever added somebody in a tweet, like when I'm posting a set is from somebody that's like, you know, like Brother Nature Justine Viticon, like a huge model and that sort of stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, other than that, uh, I don't, I don't ever try to do anything with, with just like uh, tweeting out. Try to, try to avoid hashtags. Try to avoid uh, adding people. Because I feel like I don't know why. I just feel like it gets hidden. Like so, mm. the when you're tweeting and you at somebody, I think that it only shows to people that follow you and the person that you tagged. Interesting for for most of the for most of the part, right? It's gonna basically push it to those people, and those people are gonna see it. Other people that don't follow that person, it's just not gonna do very well. Huh. Um, and then uh, uh, photos, photos are huge in tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, that's what I do, right? Is take photos. Yeah. <laughs> so they do well. But yeah, if you're trying to like um, like advertise something that you have coming up or anything like that, instead of just doing a text. Uh, tweet, throw some sort of image in there, like right, whether right. it be just like even like the same thing that you just said, just some sort of filler uh, photo helps out a ton on Twitter. And I don't know, I don't know why that is a thing, but it's right. a thing. Um, and then with like links and that sort of thing, if you're trying to get people to go to links, definitely post photos because if you just post right. a link, it's going to get just no, like yep. there's been a time where I posted uh, a link a, I can't remember. It was probably like a live stream or something like that. And this is when I was averaging like a good amount of likes for like silly stuff that I would tweet out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it got like two likes. Wow. <laughs> two likes. And I was like, I have never seen like this much inactivity on a tweet of mine in like years. Yeah. Um, so definitely avoid doing just that. So, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. And then for me, what I do, my goal, right. For my goal for tweets and sets to like pop off and blow up. Um, I'm trying to come up with something that is going to impress what I call the, the normal user, right. I'm, I'm looking for the audience that knows about photography, right. Everybody knows about photography. You got a camera on your phone, that Mm -hmm. sort of thing, but they never really looked into it. They might appreciate photography, right? Like whether it be portrait photography or whatever, right. but they're not really into it, right? They don't really know what goes into it and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's why my behind the scenes sets do so well is because it kind of opens up that door to people that don't do photography. And they're like, oh, wow, there's actually a lot more that goes into this stuff than I thought. Like this right. guy is doing a weird pose. He's holding this. What is that? Is he, what is he even holding it? What does right, he right. do? I have no idea. But it's, it's cool. Cause it's like people see, you know, what, what it takes to create this final image. And when they see the final image, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is really, really nice. Right. And it's kind of that like wow factor. And the wow factor is what I call, that's what you want. Because for me, if I see a tweet that like wows me, right? Like immediately I'm going to mm-hmm. retweet it. Because right. I want to share it. And that's what you want on Twitter. You want retweets. You want people to retweet your stuff. That way, everybody that follows them uh, will see your work. And so that is typically my goal with uh, with sets and that sort of thing on Twitter is it is I, I want that wow factor to where when somebody sees that tweet, they're like, I, I have to retweet this because this is so cool sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, but, oh, yeah. 
No, that's. I was just gonna say that's okay. pretty much my game plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, like with Twitter, you know, you've you've really grown in the past year or so, or whatever. But um, what what have been some of like the kind of craziest moments on Twitter, like as far as maybe a ton of reach on a certain tweet or like some crazy yeah. follows or things like yeah, that. Yeah, the craziest one was actually when I was um, still with uh, Sun Squared mm-hmm. um, and working with John. Um, so we, if you remember the video that he did for the, uh, the galaxy, whatever the heck it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> the wallpapers with the pinhole oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. camera. Mm-hmm. So he was like, Hey, I want to do this video. It'd be really cool if we did like a bunch of wallpapers and that sort of thing. And, um, I went out and took a bunch of photos of different, uh, products and that sort of thing. And with the idea of like putting, you know, basically a black circle in, uh, every single one of these photos essentially yeah. and i uh took the photos of the iphone um right. the blue iphone before yeah. and they were like really nice like i was really proud of them like this was like the first time that i went out and like used a macro lens and i was like "Ooh, these are just really clean they looked really good and um it was one of those things that i asked john i was like hey is it okay if i post this on my personal uh account and he was like, yeah, sure, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, and so I posted a set. It had, like, a behind the scenes of what I was doing. I was basically in somebody's front yard uh, where they had, like, little succulent little plants or something like that. And I sat my phone on the plants, and I had a diffuser that I used, which basically just made the super harsh light a giant softbox and uh, took some photos. And it was, they were really, really nice. Uh, I like, so I posted them and Jonathan had already posted the wallpaper video. And so I was going to link that in the tweet um, underneath, right? So I could get some people to go check out uh, the video that we made. Mm. And I, I, I tweet that the, the set out, I go to the YouTube app you know, I find John's video, copy the link, go back into Twitter to reply to it. And it's probably been like 30 seconds to a minute Mm -hmm. at this point. And I look at the tweet, and it's already at 350 likes Wow! within, like, 30 seconds <laughs> of me posting this tweet. And I was like, what's going on? I was like, "Did John, did you, did you retweet this? Did you do something? Like, what's, what did, what's going on? He's like, no, I, I haven't. And I'm, I'm talking within, like, a minute to two minutes, I had 1,000 likes on this set. Wow. Uh, it was blowing. Like, it exploded. And I remember my friend texting me, and he was like, drop your Instagram on that set now. <laughs> he was like, link your Instagram now. And so I did that probably within like the first 10 minutes. Uh, but it, it blew up. Uh, I think it got like 220 something thousand likes um, altogether by the end of it. It got quoted a couple times where the quoted tweets got like 150,000 likes. Whoa. Um, uh, and I also got a follow from Brother Nature. <laughs> That's nice. how I got the Brother Nature shoot was from that set. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy. It was insane. I don't think I've, I, even today, after all the followers that I've gained, I've never seen that type of activity on a tweet. And that was back when I had 20,000 uh, followers. Dang. And I also posted it at like, it was like 9.30, like 9.45. And this is, you know, on the West Coast. Right. So like. It was already midnight, one o'clock for a lot of people. Wow! In the U.S., and uh, yeah, I was I was blown away. I was super shocked. I've never ever seen that type of activity on on a tweet yeah. so fast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was a cool moment. That that one was good. I like that. <laughs> That's dope. So uh, you've you've grown a lot specifically for um, iPad Pro editing. Um, what are why do you think iPad Pro is like so great for photo editing? Yeah, I love this talk because, you know, I used to work at the Apple store, so I used to do this all the time. <laughs> so, no, I love I love the iPad Pro. So, I guess, let me explain why I got one. Um, I have a fully loaded out 27-inch iMac from, like, 2017 because that's what I spent my money on when I worked at Apple with my mm-hmm. big discount. And, um, you know, my friends were always like, hey, you should come out to the coffee shop, come edit with us, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to lug my 27-inch iMac right. downtown to some coffee shop to edit some photos with these guys. Yeah. And so I had some extra money laying around from working all the time and that sort of stuff. And uh, we had a two-week return policy at Apple. So I was like, you know what? I'll just buy an iPad, buy an iPad Pro, 
Um, I'll give it a shot because uh, they had the Affinity Photo app on like the demo, so I knew that that app was a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew it was kind of like Photoshop. And so I was like, whatever, I'll get it. I'll try it out just so I could edit with friends, right, yeah. on the go. And uh, I ended up getting it and trying things out, and uh, I really loved uh, Affinity Photo. I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I can actually do everything uh, that I used to do on my computer, but I can do it right here on my iPad. And um, I don't know. I just really fell in love with the workflow and everything like that. It's really, really nice. It's super lightweight, obviously, uh, and uh, like I said, on the go. And it's also, you know, like you're, it's like you're, I, I relate it to uh, when you were a kid at a restaurant when they would give you like a sheet of paper and some crayons to draw on, right? Mm-hmm. Like while you're waiting. That's exactly kind of how I feel like when I'm editing on an iPad. Yeah. It's just, I feel like I'm drawing and, and, I, and I'm terrible at drawing, but, <laughs> but that's how it feels. And I like that kind of workflow. Yeah. Um, I think when I first got it, definitely the iPad wasn't. Um, ideal for that kind of workflow, right? Like it right. was definitely a struggle to to figure out a solid workflow for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I knew that uh, like iPad OS was coming, right? And it's still coming. I'm super excited for it. I've already jumped on beta and I love nice. it. But um, I knew that kind of stuff was to come, right? I knew that was something that they had eventually planned on doing. And so I was like, eventually it's just going to be great and it's going to be way better and so i think that's what makes it exciting because it's like it's always getting better right so like your your workflow is constantly getting easier which is like oh this is really nice because you're so used to this uh different workflow mm-hmm. and so when they make it easier it's like this is amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and so um yeah it's just been it's been great i love ipad os for it i mean like even just like like the 120 refresh on the on the screen and like looking at your photos and like just on the the, uh, the display is so yeah. good and it's just really really nice um it, it just looks good and i am an apple nerd i'm an apple geek i have apple everything so right. like airdropping between my my computer and my ipad or my ipad to my phone to post on instagram to post on twitter to the just even iMessage to somebody i can do that all from ipad right and another thing that's great about it is i don't really have to worry about uh the the color of my screen right like because right, right, right. most people looking at photos on instagram or twitter are probably using an iphone right and so you know coming from ipad to iphone there's like very very little difference when it comes to tones and colors and all that stuff and i think that's a big reason why uh, people really like the tones that I have in my photos is because mm-hmm. it's I'm editing on a uh, a screen that a lot of people use. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it's awesome. iPad's great. It's a great workflow. It's uh, I mean, I always tell people it's like just do whatever is easiest for you. This is a workflow that I really enjoy. If you want to give it a shot, feel free to. It's not the perfect workflow. It's not like better than you know using Photoshop and Lightroom with a Wacom tablet on a desktop. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's 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 oh, it's a certain type of workflow. It's different. I think that's why I also enjoy it because it's just something that not everybody does. And um, yeah, I, I enjoy doing that. And it's super easy to show people stuff. Like even after taking photos, I can just pop out my SD card, throw in my SD card adapter, and upload my photos right to my iPad and show clients and have them favorite them like right there yeah. and uh i think they i think they love that so i mean there's a lot of perks there's a lot of cons but um you know i love it i love it i really do that's awesome so at this point are you like primarily editing in the ipad or are you also still doing a little bit on your imac i haven't edited a photo on my imac in three and a half years wow <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, that's a lie. I edited one because my iPad couldn't handle one photo that I was doing gotcha. where I was adding like a ton of fireworks to ah. the background. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, but the iPads are getting faster. The software is getting faster. It's getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I feel like I'm not going to have those types of issues here, you know, very soon, actually. I feel like iPad OS will hopefully uh, help with a bunch of those kind of issues, but yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, no, I, I edit everything on iPad. Dang. <laughs> so then what's your workflow as far as like, so you, you'll shoot, are you using what, a 60 Mark II or something yeah. like that? 
Just um, regular 60 at this oh, point. Just Mark 1, okay. Um, so you'll, you'll shoot on that, and then you import into your iPad. Then where do you go from there? Yeah, so I import directly from the SD card, right? And it goes directly into the Photos app. And mm -hmm. then typically what I do is I'll go through and I'll favorite them uh, in the Photos app. And then I usually just drag right into Affinity. Mm. Um, and then I'll use Lightroom as a way to back up my photos. Because uh, what you can do is if you have Creative Cloud, um, you can upload them to Lightroom Mobile. Mm -hmm. And that will, it's going to upload all the RAWs because photos, the Photos app on your iPad, uh, even on your phone, can handle RAW images. Yeah. And so it uploads them as RAW and it uploads to Creative Cloud. And then I have, you know, my computer still to where then on my computer, I have all of my photos saved up in the cloud. I have them then copied to an external hard drive on my, uh, on my desktop, right? Sweet. And so all the photos, they're all RAW. All raw stay on the external hard drive. Um, the only bad thing is if you delete them off of the Creative Cloud, they will delete off the external. So uh, I just make sure before I do that, I just copy them to another external hard drive gotcha. um, before I get rid of them. Uh, but I mean, it's super easy because it's like I, all I have to do is import them to my iPad and then make a folder on Lightroom and import them to there. And then they're all saved, right? Like they're up on the cloud and they're good um, as long as you have space. Yeah, that's the only thing. Um, but I pay for a terabyte, and it seems to hold quite a bit of photos. I think I have like 40,000 photos right now on wow. Lightroom, which is crazy to think about. But uh, but yeah, I actually need to clean it. I've got a little exclamation point being like, hey, you have no space left. <laughs> so. so recently, uh, pho Photoshop, Adobe announced that you know they're coming out with Photoshop for iPad. Yeah. Do you see yourself switching from Affinity? Or are you kind of stuck with Affinity? Or not stuck, but like, you know, used to Affinity where yeah. you're like, I'm not going to switch. Um, that is, uh, I've asked myself that question as well. Right. Um, because I'm very, I'm very interested in uh, Photoshop um, on the iPad, especially. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it's like, well, I already pay for Creative Cloud, right? I already pay for Photoshop. I just don't use it, right? I could, mm -hmm. I need to drop down to the Lightroom only package, but I, I hop into Photoshop every so often and that sort of th stuff. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think that you can do a little bit more on Photoshop than you can on Affinity. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just like minor little things. Like I've pretty much found a way around it uh, every single time on Affinity, but there yeah. are like little things that I'm like, ah, I, I just, there's nothing on here that I can do that will replicate that. Um, and so I am excited for Photoshop. Um, it just depends. I'm already like extremely used to uh, Affinity, obviously, because I've been using right. it for three years now. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it's going to be one of those things where. I guess it just depends on how how fast it is, how well it works, how organized it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then also it depends on if uh, Affinity wants to, you know, hook me up. Right, right. <laughs> if Affinity, you know, because, like, it's like that is something that, uh, you know, could happen because I, I know that I have gotten a lot of people to uh, download Affinity Photo and give it a shot. Right. And, um I mean, I, I plan on staying with Affinity, like I said, but I'm also extremely interested in Photoshop. But I, I do think Affinity is going to have the upper hand on it, at least when it first comes out, just because of the experience they've had as far as tablet uh, editing and an app. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. But I'm definitely going to try it, that's for sure. I'm trying yeah, yeah. it no matter what. Um, for sure. But I think, I think Affinity is going to be a little bit nicer, but we'll see. Yeah. So uh, just as we kind of close this out, what's what's next for you as far as work and, um, I don't know, creative stuff? Like, what's kind of in your horizon? What's the next step? Um, let's see. Right now, uh, let's see. I got uh, – so I'm going to be doing uh, some stuff for Call of Duty Champs. Well, not necessarily COD Champs uh, specifically, but I uh, have somebody bringing me out there so I can um, hang out with them and talk about some product photography stuff that they want for a product of theirs. Uh, so that is something that's coming up. Um, I recently talked with Adidas LA, so I'm hoping some cool stuff with Adidas. They're at least going nice. to send me out some shoes, so Sweet. that's going to be cool. Uh, so I'll definitely be taking some photos of that. Um, 
And then uh, I just bought some tickets back home <laughs> last nice. night. So I'm going to be going back home to Kansas City for, I think, about, like, I think 10 days. Because I was like, 10 days sounds like a good amount of time to, yeah. like, see everybody and, like, hopefully set up some shoots and that sort of stuff back home. And, uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have planned. I don't plan out too far in advance when it comes to my life because that's just too much for me to think about. Gotcha. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, so COD Champs, cool product stuff. Hopefully some more cool product stuff with Adidas. Um, oh, I am going out to an event with Adidas. Uh, they're doing like a street ball thing um, on the 24th that cool. I'm super excited to go to. Uh, and they're just like, we're just inviting all the creatives to come out. It'll be a good time to, you know, meet people and take photos. We just want you to post some photos of, you know, the event. I'm like, all right, cool. That sounds dope. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So that's exciting. Uh, and then, yeah, going back home, visiting family, taking some photos, hopefully making some money. Nice. Uh, and, yeah, other than that, just trying to continuously grind <laughs> the the social media life, which, uh, you know, has its ups and downs. Right. But, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the only plans. Cool, cool. So where can people find you online? Go ahead and plug it all. Yeah, so it's pretty much I've pretty much changed everything to Drew Photo, D R U E P H O T O on Instagram, on Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch. Changed it all to that, so uh, should be fairly easy to find me. I think I'm like if you just type in D R U E, I'm like one of the top people that pops up now on Instagram, Sweet. And, which is very exciting for me. I always whenever I like meet with random people, I'm like, yeah, this is my Instagram. I always like to see because I'm always interested, right? Because it yeah. like curates who you see and stuff like that. But right, I right. popped up on somebody's random search the other day, so I was very proud. Awesome. Um, but yeah, Drew Photo on everything. Uh, that's where you can find me. Cool, cool. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Wanted to get you on here for a while, and uh, yeah. glad we could finally do it. No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Well, yeah, I love I love doing this sort of stuff. So let me know if you if you ever need another spot to be filled. I'll come. Sounds I'll come good. Chat man. About whatever. Totally, totally. All right. Talk to you later. Sounds good, man. Well, that's the conversation. I hope you enjoyed it and got something out of it. My thanks to Drew for taking the time out of his busy schedule to sit down and chat. Definitely check out his work at the links in the show notes. If you're enjoying these conversations, it'd mean a lot if you'd leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, or send the show to a friend who you think might benefit. That's it for now. Talk to you soon.